Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the mothership right here in Fargo, North Dakota, downtown, between the railroad tracks and the cathedral. We have a great show planned for you today. Can't wait to get into it. But as always, let's start with the prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Merciful and loving God, we thank you for the many gifts you give us. We thank you for the gift of life, of your Son and the Spirit, the church and the sacraments our families. Lord, in this Respect Life Month, we ask a special blessing over all life that it may all be respected and protected from conception until natural death. We ask a special blessing over our guests today that they may, they may proclaim your truth and your witness in a world that is in great need. We put all this at the feet of our Blessed Mother and pray for her powerful intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of love and life, pray for us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once again, my name is Tim Moser, your host today. And you may have heard there with the prayer, we have a few more people in studio. They are actually some deacons for life from Shanley High School and their advisor, Mr. Schott. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves, maybe tell us what grades you're in, maybe a couple of the things or the 25 things you do down there at Shanley, and then we'll, 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 we'll get going. Mr. Schott, why don't we start with you? Sure. My name is Brandon Schott. I'm a teacher at Shanley High School. I teach the junior religion class as well as a couple senior electives, including the New Testament course and a course on philosophy. This is be this will be my my third year, uh, and so it's been a great joy to be there. It's actually my alma mater, so it's really fun to be back in the halls, uh, along with teaching. One of the things that I, I have the great honor of being is the advisor for Deacons for Life, and we have three of our Deacons for Life with us today. So I'll let Bergen. Why don't you uh, tell us about yourself? Yeah, I'm Bergen Noah. I'm a sophomore at Shanley. Um, I'm in Pay Club, Deacons for Life, Student Council, Service Club, and I'm just really happy to be here. Thanks, Bergen. We, we got a little squeaky mic, but go ahead. Come on up, Madeline. <laughs> Hi, I'm Madeline Abbott. I'm a junior at Shanley and the president of the Deacons for Life. I'm in all of the clubs that Bergen just said, and I really like playing sports and speech and singing. Nice. Do you play some sports for the for the Shanley Deacons then too? Yeah. What sports do you play? I play tennis and cross country. Look at your cross country now then? Or? Yeah. Okay, and then tennis is in the spring? Mm-hmm. All right. Singles, doubles, both? Both. Nice. Okay, so doubles partner. Um, She graduated. She did. She didn't know. So, so maybe Bergen wants it. Do you play any tennis, Bergen? Yes, I do. Oh, see? Who knows? It could be the new doubles partner. Let me see here. State champions. You know, I, I can see it happen. And a sophomore and a junior. That's great. Well, thanks. We have one more deacon for life here. Hey, I'm Keegan. Uh, I'm a Shanley uh, sorry, I'm a senior <laughs> at Shanley. <laughs> um, I'm in a few clubs as well. Uh, notably, I do some singing. I'm in philosophy club, uh, Deacons for Life. So it's been pretty great, yeah. 
And you also, we had a, a mass for um, Thanksgiving for the Dobbs. This is a mass for life. And I called over to uh, uh, Shanley. I actually asked uh, Father Slattery. I said, okay, get me a great lector. And he says, here's your man. And I got to say, you knocked it out of the park. Uh-huh. You really proclaimed very well. So thank, thank you for that. lectoring. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure our listeners can hear the mellifluous voice of uh-huh. Walker. I like the mellifluous. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. He's got a good voice for <laughs> He you. does. He does. And singing too. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, that's great. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Shanley, about why you guys wanted to be for Deacons for Life, but I, I got to do a question for you, Keegan, first. Yeah. So you're a senior, mm-hmm. so um, and do you have plans for next year? Probably going to college. That's okay. The, that's the hope. Okay, good. So any any possibilities or any places you're going to visit? I knew Mary a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. That, that's a decent school, you know, I guess, true to the faith, focus, Monsignor Shea, you know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what a great place, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I tell you, it, it's amazing how some of these Catholic schools, you know, it's just, it's just in our culture, right? I think we're starting to see more of a, so we see a divide, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the, yeah. the one way is getting more one way. And it's just so good to see people that are so devoted to the faith, you know. And the cool thing is, it really makes sense, doesn't it? And, and let's talk about that for a second, because our Catholic faith, it really does make sense, doesn't it? You know, people think, oh, those rules, those regulations, you know, they, they just restrict our freedoms. Like, no, it helps us to live fully. Keegan, talk about that a little bit, how our, your Catholic faith just really helps us live a, a vital and free life. Yeah, I'd say it just gives your life meaning. I mean, ah, without yeah. that, what else are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, a deacons for life, but were, did they have deacons for life when you were in the in in Shanley, the Mister Shot? Yeah, they did. I'm not quite sure how far back it goes. Mm-hmm. They did have it when I was a freshman, okay. and when I was a senior, Bergen's cousin Ben was actually uh, the president of Deacons for Life, and it was really a thriving group when I was mm-hmm. there. Uh, Father Charles Lacroix oh, sure. was our chaplain. He has then. no passion at all, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Father Charles, just kidding. If you're listening, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he really did have a passion yeah. for the pro life yeah. movement, yeah. and he did a great job with. Um, uh, uh, with the group, and it, he really, really uh, uh, made it an important thing for Shanley mm-hmm. High School. Mm-hmm. And it is an important thing for Shanley High School. We're part of the John Paul II school system, mm-hmm. and JP2's words about building up the culture for life is something that we really hold dear at Shanley High, mm-hmm. and that's been manifested in our Teens for Life groups mm-hmm. in the past. In fact, in 2013, our group actually won the National Pro-Life Group in the country yeah. and we have that banner just like we have our championship banners up in the gym mm-hmm. we have the the 2013 national pro-life group hanging up in our commons uh commemorating that mm-hmm. and then in 2015 uh one of our students julia then johnson <sighs> yeah spoke at the national march for life mm-hmm. yeah. um so that was really a great honor too yeah. uh so we have a, quite the legacy uh of pro-life ministry at shanley high school excellent yeah that's the word that came to mind legacy i'm, I'm glad you said that that's great and in is it 2013 or 2015 you guys actually led the march right that front march mm-hmm. that, was that 2013 with the banner or? i think that was 2015 2015 mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah w- w- what a great legacy so look look at the the, the footsteps of these greats that you have uh, have come into that's awesome <laughs> uh let's start with you again bergen tell us so what what interested you and what got you involved in deacons for life um, I saw like my upperclassmen and how much this meant to them. And coming from a very pro-life family, um, I think it's really important to have people in our generation, especially representing the gift of life and just supporting women and yeah, the right to life. I think that's great. 
Yeah, without the right to life, but pretty much no other right matters, right? I mean, John, John Paul II has said that many times. This kind of makes sense. If you're not alive, what what good is freedom, you know, or liberty and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm, yeah, I remember you saying that, Tim, because uh, we had the great pleasure of hosting you at Shanley High School. Mm. The Deacons for Life brought you in to, uh, to speak to our student body, and I thought that was such a great point that you made about all rights actually build on this fundamental rights, the right to life. Yeah, so true. Thank you. Madeline, let's get, the, let's get your thoughts. What, what uh, got you involved in Deacons for Life? And uh, did you have to, like, campaign really hard to become the president? Or you know? <laughs> Let's talk about what, what got you interested in Deacons for Life first. Um, the first year that I came to Shanley, I was a seventh grader. And I remember one of my friends just kind of brought me over to the table and was like, hey, we have this pro-life club. You should be in it. And Father Charles was actually there. And it was when he was still at Shanley. And he just, like really instilled in us all like a passion for the pro-life movement and he taught us a lot of facts a lot of valuable information and one day he was like okay guys i have to leave shanley so someone has to like take over so we all kind of just filled out the applications and i didn't really like expect to get picked for anything but he's like hey i want you to like start leading this and oh. it was just really cool to get that leadership from him and that really helped me to get passionate about the pro-life movement that's awesome. You know, Madeline, you hit on one very important thing. Let, let's kick this around a little bit. Invitation, right? She was there. Someone invited her to come on over. You know, so whether it's inviting someone to the pro-life movement, inviting someone to the faith. I mean, that personal invitation is a powerful witness, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, look what uh, Andrew did for Peter. You got John it. John yeah. right? Yep, exactly. It's true. Keegan, I see you nodding your head. In yeah. Yeah. Invitation, right? Personal invitation. What do you think about it? I mean, that's, that's the mission of the gospel. We just got to invite people to come and follow the Lord. Yeah, come and see, right? As you mentioned, you know, Andrew bringing Peter, our first pope, right? Yeah. You know, Jesus, come and see, you know? I mean, the woman at the well, right? Samaritan woman, come and see. It's so awesome. That power of personal invitation is amazing. And, and the idea, too, getting back to what, let, let's use the word chosen for a minute. We all want to be chosen, don't we? God has chosen each one of us, right? From all eternity, to be his beloved son or daughter, right? And that is so awesome. And so being invited is also a way of being chosen, right? Like, I remember so when I was growing up, right? And I don't know if you guys still do this or not, but when I was growing up, okay, this is a long time ago, uh, <laughs> when we were in Fayette, you know, we would pick teens, right? You know? And so everyone lines up, right? It's just a wall of shame, right? Yeah, you know. And I'll be honest, I was lucky. I was kind of athletic, so I was usually one of the first ones picked. So, you know, this didn't hit me personally, but I thought, you know, What's it like to the person that's almost always picked last? You know, I mean, I'm not chosen. I just, okay, I just, you just have to have me now, you know? And so this idea of being chosen is so amazing. And so the cool thing about being chosen by God and being chosen for whatever God calls us to do, you don't have to have any special skills, right? You're a person and God's chosen you for that and he's giving you a great mission. So the idea of being chosen, I think is huge. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think that's why especially abortion is such a tragedy um, we, we stand up for the, uh, to protect the most vulnerable, those that aren't going to be chosen by, you know, the culture of death. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's really the project of the Deacons for Life at Shanley High School, to protect those who are vulnerable, to make sure that we recognize their dignity as human beings. Yeah, so true. Now, how many of you guys have been on the March for Life before? 
guess have you been on it none of us have been on the national one really cool so we're, we're gonna go again this year is, is that right mr Shat? yep that's right we've been in a bit of a lull since yeah. the the COVID COVID, pandemic. Exactly. we've made it to the state march for life mm -hmm. which is also yep. going on again this year yep. on uh, january 20th but this year we're hoping to send a contingency down to washington dc for the national march for life as well yep our das and pilgrimage too has been on hold and that's the idea so are you guys looking forward to you guys going to be able to go with this thing this time Yes, I plan on going. I'm very excited. Good, Bergen. That's awesome. Madeline, you're going to be able to go too, you think? Yeah, I'm going to be able to go too. It's going to be really cool and just a great experience, I okay. think. Keeg? I've been hoping to go, so hopefully yeah, this that, is the year. That's great. And of course, you know, with, with the Dobbs decision and everything, we're not sure exactly what things are going to look like moving forward. But, uh, you know, we're very grateful, obviously, for, for this decision. But in a way, it's even much more important now, I think, for us to be really on our pro-life game, shall we say, okay, as a college volleyball coach for 30 years, okay, so we get on our game, our game plan, right? We can see what's happening. For instance, now that what did the Dobbs decision do? It allows the state, it didn't outlaw abortion, it lets the states decide. Now you guys are all not like, hey, Tim, we know that, that's true. Look what's happening, right, for instance, right in our area, right? We got North Dakota, very, very pro-life, Minnesota, very, very pro-abortion, you know? And so you have this tremendous, you know, right here, just boom, light, light and dark, black and white, you know, right here. So it's very, very important that we're able to articulate and live that that uh, that gospel of life. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. Uh, I talk to people that know the legislation side far mm -hmm. better than I do. Mm -hmm. And from what I hear is that uh, while the Dobbs decision is extremely helpful for the pro-life movement, it's, uh, it's far from mission accomplished because mm -hmm. things can change just like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, both on the national level as well as on the state side. And so this is why we think it's so important that we send students both on this pilgrimage to Washington, D.C., as well as open it up for students to go to uh, the Capitol mm -hmm. in Bismarck, North Dakota, to make sure that our legislatures, both on the federal and the state level, know where the young people stand. Yeah, so true. And a shout out to JP2 schools, too, because what are we doing? You know, the legislation helps, right? What's the battle for? Their hearts and minds, right? Mm -hmm. It's that living, joyful witness that you have, being able to engage people in a, in a discussion, right? Inviting them, encountering, helping them to encounter Jesus. That's, that's going to be so huge. And so I'm so excited. As you see, Mr. Shot is a product of these schools articulate, you know, winsome, you know, all these kind of things, right? Exactly, you know, and, and, and Keegan, I got to, you're, you're following in the footsteps and, and, and Bergen and Madeline, you are too. It, it's just so good to see that you are part of this uh, much, much bigger than yourself, right? What What's the JP2 um, a mission to educate the whole person? You know it better than I do. To teach the total person Thank and you. foster the following of Christ as taught by the Catholic Church. There we go. See, and I didn't even ask him before. He's got it down. And, and that that's what it is. Well, you know, we're going to take a short little break here, but when we come back, you guys have a, an awesome event coming up that, as Mr. Schott mentioned, I was fortunate enough to be, to be part of in the last couple of years. And we'll talk about the special event, the special guest, and how you can help out. This is going to be a real awesome thing. So we're talking with Bergen and Madeline and Keegan and Mr. Brandon Schott from Shanley. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the second part of this interview. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the Mothership Studio here in Fargo, North Dakota, between the railroad tracks and the cathedral, talking with Mr. Brandon Schott and Keegan and Madeline and Bergen from Shanley High School about Deacons for Life. And uh, they've each shared a little bit about themselves and, and the wonderful things they're doing. Mr. Schott, let's go back to you and start. You know, Deacons for Life is really a, a very active group, aren't they? Why don't you tell about some of the activities that you and, and the group have done here over the last year, and then you guys can chime in about some of your favorite experiences with those. Yeah. Um, so one of the fun things about working with, with young people in the high school is the energy that they have. Mm. Uh, and I see that with the Deacons for Life. I mean, the motor that our students have <laughs> in this club is it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And so they really find themselves involved in a lot of events uh, in our school, as well as the larger community, mm-hmm. because our, our mission as Deacons for Life's focuses on not only building the culture of life in our school, but also the large community and even uh, beyond that as well. So some of the things that we've done, uh, our students have helped out with various fundraisers, including for organizations like the Jeremiah Project, as well as the Women's Care Center. Uh, We've been going on the State March for Life, and we hope to make it to the National March for Life now. Uh, We've had a a couple of drives in the past couple of years. The students raised about $1,000 for Catholic Charities and the uh, the Bundle Up Your Baby Mm, Bump event. Yeah. and last year, the students wanted to do a bake sale. And I thought, okay, sure, we can have a bake sale, raise a couple bucks. And we wanted to donate it to the Women's Care Center. And thanks to the hard work of our students, as well as the generosity of the parishioners at St. San and Joachim, 
uh, they raised $1,700. Ooh, yeah. that's more than a few bucks, sir. Yeah, yeah so I was just <laughs> astonished as to how fruitful that was. But I'll let the students talk about some of the favorite events that they've participated in. Absolutely. Keegan, yeah. what about you? The last couple of years, we've done the National Day of Remembrance at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always just been a very good prayerful event where we pray the rosary and remember the children who've lost their lives to abortion. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's you know, and, and and such a powerful thing as you mentioned. It's great that we have that up. It's up at the, the North Cemetery, of course. Yeah. That that we have that up there. And thanks for joining in that. It's it's a very powerful witness to, you know, lives that have gone before us in a very tragic way. Madeline, what about you? Um, the last couple of years, we've also gone on the walk for um, life that's in Fargo, and just other things like that. We do a lot that have to do with really praying for the end of abortion. We do this like at our schools. We'll lead the announcements and just various things in the community. I think those events are really good. Mm, very cool. Bergen, what about you? Um, I agree with Madeline about the walk with Christ for Life. This was my first year going, and I just thought it was really moving and powerful um, seeing other people my age um, just making an appearance and praying for the end of abortion and just thanking God for the overturn of the case. I just thought that was really powerful. Mm, so true. You know, and I love the mix. You have You have a senior, a junior, a sophomore, you know. I, I can see the invitation coming along. I can just see this, everything building. You know, I love it. So you mentioned bundle up your baby bump, and I just want to say something about that because I went over to that setup, you know, because we had had it in uh, at the diocese for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And we're working with Catholic Charities. And then my friend, Chris, hey, Chris, how you doing? She, she, <laughs> she leads it up and from Catholic Charities. Anyway, she said, yeah, we're over in Shanley Gym this year. I said, okay, I'll come help you set up. It's like, oh, my goodness. We literally had a gym on two basketball courts it's full, incredible. full of stuff. And I thought, okay, there's no way that she says, Tim. And I didn't get to the event the next day. I just helped set up. She says, within two hours, gone. You know. Wow. Yeah, it's just amazing. Of course, you know, there you are hosting in your house. Thank you very much. And I saw a lot of students over there helping out. You know, I mean, it's so great to see people at such a young age, you know, getting involved and getting involved in the community. As you mentioned, we're pro-life, not just in our homes, our school, our community, but, you know, everywhere. And, of course, pro-life means much more than just being anti-abortion, right? I mean, it covers everything, right? Walking with the moms in need, the pregnant and parenting moms. I mean... Uh, uh, the immigrant, the, the the people experiencing homelessness. I mean, it all has to do with the dignity of the human person. And that is way, way awesome. Absolutely. Now, we have an event coming up. Let's talk about that. What's it called again? It's called the Cupcakes for Life. Yeah, and yeah. And this is a, an annual fundraiser mm-hmm. that we've had. Uh, we took a couple years off with the COVID pandemic, yeah. but now we're back up and running. And this is an annual fundraiser that's meant to to raise funds for the National March for Life. Mm-hmm. We try to keep the costs really low for our students to make it possible for them to go on this pilgrimage. And so this is really a, a helpful event for us in that regard. And we're really excited this year because on October 24th at 7 p.m. at St. San and Joachim in the Social Hall, uh, our bishop, uh, Bishop Folder, will be giving uh, a, a, an address to uh, those that attend the Cupcakes for Life. Desserts will be provided. There will be coffee and some other some other refreshments as well. So we're really looking forward to this. Exciting. Bishop Folda, huh? a guy you may have heard of. That's wonderful. <laughs> we, you know, as we sit, our priests, our bishops are just so amazing, aren't they? I mean, you know, you have, you have Father LaCroix there as a chaplain, you have Father Slattery now, mm-hmm. you know, Father Metzger is actually mm-hmm. the principal, you know, we have Bishop Folda, and of course, in our dioceses around us, we have many great bishops and priests. We just, we just want to send a shout out and a big big thanks to them because they really, really 
are just so amazing as far as, as lifting, supporting, and, mm -hmm. and being willing to interact, you know, with the youth especially. So, so yeah. that's great. And we're really grateful to have Bishop Folda uh, as our as our speaker. Yeah. Madeline mentioned the Walk with Christ for Life, and I always find that to be such a moving event when the leader of our diocese mm -hmm. is uh, there in the procession, mm -hmm. and especially this year with the, the the powerful prayer that he said right outside the Red River Women's Clinic. Uh, it's really always a moving event uh, for me, and it's great to see the leader of our diocese is such a leader in the pro-life movement. And so we're grateful that he's going to be able to speak to us. He, he really is. I don't know if you guys got to go on that walk. And, I, and I, I was out of town, so I didn't. But my understanding was, as he started praying that, that prayer, the powerful exorcism prayer, the wind started. Is that right? That's I mean, exactly yeah. what I said. And, and, and he says, well, Simon. And, 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 you know, this is true. This is a, that prayer is powerful. You know, demons may have been exercised from that building. I mean, the Holy Spirit was moving in some way, right? Mm -hmm. We know that. I mean, it's just like, wow, what and what a great witness. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you were there too, Keegan? Yeah, I was. Did it was, you, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Just, did you guys get to go too? Yeah. Did you guys get, get the wind? Did you feel the wind of the Holy Spirit? Did you see it? Did you feel it? Yeah, my mom and I were standing like in the back, so we like really felt it, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is." <gasps> yeah, I brought crazy. it up. We had a meeting the next okay. morning, and mm -hmm. I said, "Did you guys experience like this gust of wind that then started to calm down into this stillness right towards the end mm -hmm. of the prayer?" Mm -hmm. I thought I was imagining it, yeah. but all the students that were there said, "Yeah, I did notice that." I love that the Holy Spirit comes, cleans everything out, and then brings the peace, the mm -hmm. still. I wish I could have been there, but my wife and I we were actually on a. We're trying to bring Rachel's Vineyard back to uh, back, oh, back to the farther okay, we, we were actually on learning how to go do a retreat. So, wow. uh, yeah, so we, we, we were doing that. So, yeah. So anyway, well, let's talk a little about cu cupcakes for life now. So, um, what what can people do to help? Okay, so October twenty fourth, Saint Anne and Joachim, come right. Do they need to buy tickets? Can they just come? How does that all work? No tickets necessary. We have some brochures uh, up on the JP two or a flyer up on the JP two website. It's been in the the, the parish bulletins mm -hmm. uh, for the last weekend, and you'll see it in next weekend's uh, bulletin as well. But we also just made a Facebook group uh, Facebook event coming up, so you can uh, RSVP there. Now there's a QR code on the flyer, okay. and you just take out your iPhone hold out your camera, and that'll take you to the link to RSVP. But if you're not able to RSVP, if you don't get around to it, or if you don't know your schedule until the Monday of, that's totally fine. We just encourage uh, everyone to come, uh, whether you RSVP or not. It's just an idea to get, uh, just for to get an idea on numbers and things like that. But even if you don't RSVP, you are more than welcome to attend. Sounds good. And I remember when, when I was the guest speaker there a year or two ago, it was like, wow, it's, it's just a real powerful event to see a lot of the youth there. And, and even during some kind of COVID still times, we still had a, a, a nice turnout. But I'm sure with Bishop Fold, let, let's fill that place. I mean, he is such a pro-life warrior. Let's let us let us do this. Keegan, have you have you been in a, a cupcakes for life before? Yeah, I've been in a few. I was actually supposed to help with one last year, but... COVID kind of ruined that. I was quarantining, I believe. <laughs> oh, I see. Exactly. So, so what, what's, what's your thoughts about uh, your main takeaways from Cupcakes for Life? What were some of the highs you think about? Um, It's really good to just gather there. And the speakers have always been great. So I'm looking forward to Bishop Folder this year. Yeah, sounds good. Madeline, what about, have you ever been in a Cupcakes for Life? Yeah, I helped out with the one last year. And I think it was a really good event and good to have you speaking at it and playing the piano and things. But we That's really right. want to maximize the turnout this year, too, to get as much funds raised for our students as we can. Yeah, let's be honest. The speaker this year is way more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate the, the offer was awesome. But having Bishop Fulder is just wonderful. Bergen, have you ever been at a Cupcakes for Life? Yes, I was at the one last year as well. Mm. Okay, okay. Now, here's the question everyone's wondering. What is your favorite kind of cupcake? I'll start. Mine is chocolate with white icing. That's 
great question, Tim. <laughs> I would say uh, red velvet. Ooh, red I velvet. like that. Head I like that. Uh-huh. I think you need to have vanilla with like raspberry something inside, and then some frosting on it. Look at that, nice. Madeline, I think like chocolate all the way. Chocolate cupcake, chocolate frosting. Oh, okay, OD on chocolate. All right. <laughs> I think vanilla with chocolate frosting is probably my favorite. Wow! See, look at that—a wide variety. And this just brings us to one last little thing. Notice every one of us had a different favorite cupcake flavor. One of the great teachings of our church is what? There is a preferential truth, pizza, ice cream, cupcakes, but there's also objective, universal truth, right? Unchanging. Two plus two is four, right? Mm -hmm. One of the great things I love about the church is that we have objective truth about the human person and about life. Maybe just take a 30 seconds or so on how you help to bring this to the students there at at the school, Mr. Shep. Yeah, well, I go back to your talk, Tim. I think that really had a powerful uh, influence on our students. I asked the students after the talk last November, what were some of the takeaways? And something that really stuck out to them and something that we tried to reinforce, especially in the religion department, is that whether or not uh, the fetus, the baby in the womb is something that's desirable, um, it's still a human person. And insofar as it's a human person and it bears the image of God, it retains that human dignity. And so in the Deacons for Life, we are defending that human dignity. That's really our mission, and that's what we set out to do. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. Your thoughts about uh, being part of Deacons for Life and how it's helped you with your pro-life uh, stance and pro-life mission? Keep. Yeah, I just realized every day is more important because as the secular world grows, like we need to be that voice of truth for the world to know hmm. this is the dignity we have to defend. So true, so true. Madeline, what about you? Yeah, I agree with Keegan. I just think it's really important to get out there and spread the truth and especially knowing some of the specific arguments and ways that you can convince people because we want to convince people by showing them God's love, but also the truth and the facts. Mm, mm, So true. Bergen? Yeah, I agree with Keegan and Madeline. Um, I think just like... I just, I agree with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to agree with, isn't it? I like to use three L's. Listen, learn, love. Listen to them. Okay, they're position. Learn, ask questions, and then love. Speak the truth in love. Let's give the specifics to that event one more time. Yeah, the Cupcakes for Life will be held at the Saints Anne and Joachim Social Hall, October 24th at 7 p.m. with our guest speaker, Bishop John Fulda. All are welcome. Wonderful. Mr. Schott and Keegan and Madeline Bergen, thank you so much for coming and good luck with that event. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. All right, coming up next, what does it mean to be a secular Franciscan? We'll find out and we'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 